Welcome to the Birthplace Studio Series on the 2024 Spalding Hoopaw Classic. Each edition of the podcast will feature interviews, game recaps, behind-the-scene information, featured stories, and more from the event. Welcome back, everybody. It's us again. It's Caitlin and Reese back from day five of the 2024 Spalding Hoopaw Classic. It was the last day, which is, I'd say, a little bit bittersweet. Would you say? Yeah, it makes me sad that it's over. Yeah. Can't wait for next year. I, right? yeah, <laughs> I feel like I feel like day two, um, I was like, oh, man, this is a long tournament. We're getting, in, getting into it like 12, 15, 16, 17 hour days. Mm, yeah. It's a long time. I was like, I don't know how long I can do this, but we did it, and now it's over. Um, it's over for all the teams, but let's recap all the scores that occurred throughout the day. At 9 o'clock, um, the last girls game of the weekend. Long Island Lutheran took on Etiwanda High School. Uh, Long Island won 82-62 to 62 with a 20-point lead on the win. At 11 a.m., um, the boys came in. Harvard-Westlake School played against McEachern High School. Uh, and Harvard-Westlake won 60-59 in a nail-biter. Yep. Real close one. Um, 1 o'clock, boys Paul the Sixth High School uh, played against Christopher Columbus High School. Christopher Columbus won 70 to 61. At 3 o'clock, boys again, Arizona Compass Prep took on Long Island Lutheran. Arizona Compass Prep won 65 to 62 in overtime, another overtime game. And lastly, it's ended off um, pretty early for our last game um, compared to the rest of the days that we've had here. Um, the boys Link Academy basketball team took on IMG Academy, who had already played before. Link won 65 to 49. Uh, let's start at the beginning, though, Caitlin, at the 9 o'clock game. I feel like there's a lot to take away from it because I had thought that the Sidwell Friends game that Etiwana played against them was going to be, like, the highlight of the girls' games. Mm -hmm. And I felt like even though um, Long Island you know, went away with this one, I really thought that Etiwanda would end up doing better because Sidwell Friends lost, and that wasn't the case at all. But from Etiwanda's um, point of view... Grace Knox stood out to me because I felt like she had really good form. Um, she was number 23. Um, she had really great form, but wasn't getting her shots away. Like, they always were hitting the rim, but were, were not quite getting in. I don't know what it was. I don't know if she just fell off at all. Um, but she was, like, really well at going through traffic and being physical. Like, she was doing a lot of screens, mm -hmm. which stood out to me. Um, but she is the number 17 um, ranked player women's basketball in the class of 2025 so sounds kind of interesting i know you wrote kate koval down but i would say she stood out to me i know nick did a story on her and i i felt like every time i was watching she was putting the ball in the in the hoop koval yeah oh yeah yeah it was i feel yeah, she did a lot she had she was a like a like a a really big figure on the court yes like she, she like not just by her size because she is six foot five which is like and she's not like she's built she's also she's yeah. not like a twig I right. <laughs> so um right and she's number five ranked for the class of 2024 so another thing to mention there um and another thing that i, I mean of course me football fan um between kaylee heckle who is number four um, played for Long Island Lutheran. She was the MVP of the game. She was just very hard to guard. And between Heckle and Koval, I got Travis Kelsey, Tyree Kill vibes <laughs> from it. Um, 
AKA, as I think Liv likes to say, um, uh, Taylor Swift's boyfriend. Um, yeah, I did hear that today. <laughs> yeah, I was. I I, I let little it controversial. Yeah, <laughs> controversial. <laughs> I, 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 I let it slide. It's fine. Um, I, I guess I would just say it's Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift. But anyways, that's getting off topic. <laughs> um, th- that's the vibe I got because because Heckle was much smaller and but still was a dominant force. Like they had their own ways, but were both really dominant on the court. Same way that Travis Kelsey and Tyreek Hill were when they played in Kansas City. Mm-hmm. Just really dominant, but they were two d- extremely different players. And the really cool thing about it, I'm smiling too much about this. Um, Heckle is 5'9", while Koval is 6'5". Travis Kelsey is 6'5", and Tyreek Hill is 5'10". Okay. So really close. Okay, okay. So it's like the same thing. <laughs> I love it. I don't know. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> like they are... The Travis Kelsey and Tyree Kill of women's basketball. Okay. That's what I put for their title. Good connection there. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the next game, we mm-hmm. had number three ranked Ace Bailey yep. on McEachern, who we kind of talked about him a little bit. Yep. Uh, He's committed to Rutgers. Yep. And this is something that I noticed because we've been obviously watching the ranked players a lot mm-hmm. and paying attention to them. But I would say, along with Cooper Flagg and Dylan Harper, Ace is not a selfish player at all. Like, they 100% pass the ball around, and they don't hog it, I would say. Yep. And yeah. I th- I think that's also what makes them good. It's not that they're putting up their own points. They're also kind of um, contributing to other people's success in mm-hmm. a way. Yeah. No, I noticed that, too. You think um, Cooper Flag isn't selfish? I'm not <laughs> saying he is. Do you? I wouldn't say so. Okay. I don't know if I do. I just, I, I do notice, and it's not a bad thing because he's very talented, but I do feel like he gets a little dunk happy. I agree. I think he shows off a little bit, but like. But like, at the same time, like, well, if that, gets him, if that gets him points, right. then yes, do it. So then I'm like, well, maybe he's not. Yeah. It depends. I feel like it depends. I want to say when, okay, I guess this is more or less what I'm thinking. Because if they have the ball and they take it, like, that's one thing. But I would say when they're set up, like, how how would you explain it? When they're set up in their arc and they're passing. Yep, yep. Then they're not selfish. They pass the ball around. Right, 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 right. Yeah. And I feel like with basketball, it's like when the momentum shifts, it shifts. Because if someone has a dunk and you're the other team and it was an impressive dunk, it, it's, like, demoralizing. Yeah. So. Which I would say is something I've never seen before. That's the first time I've ever, like, paid attention to that. In basketball? Yes. Yeah. I noticed that selfishness, um, selfless, what's, what is it? Selflessness? What you're did you say? You're not selfish. What did you say? I said they're not a selfish player. They're not right. R- okay, not selfish. I noticed that in Koa Pete as well. He okay. was a, he was a really good passer, um, even though that he was able to put up quite a few points and was the best player of the game. I mean, he was MVP. Um, I noticed that too. That it was he he wasn't gonna go for the um, shot if it wasn't in the best interest of the right. team. So that's what that's what I took away from that. Um, 
But even Bailey in that game didn't really – he didn't seem to be doing too, too well until later in the game. I agree. I was watching him warm up, and I was about to text you and be like, maybe this guy could go number one over over them too because I didn't see him miss a sh- one shot in warm-ups. Right. And then he kept taking some three-pointers, and he did miss quite a few, which I would say that's kind of the same with Dylan the other night. Mm. Um, but, yeah, I agree. Yeah. He, he kind of turned it on a little bit. Mm-hmm. He's also – this is – it's funny to see pictures of them on the internet and then see them in person because there's yep. just so many people you're looking for. Like, I knew he was tall, but he's he's very lanky, I would say. Yeah. Yeah, and for stats-wise, um, he was one of seven for three-point shots. Okay, makes sense. So makes I sense. that backs up what I saw. <laughs> 10 of 24 for field goal attempts. What made is that again? Attempts. So he made, <laughs> he made uh, 10 field goals and... Out of 24. Did they just, like, field goals means, like, in the net? (laughs) Or no? I have no idea. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All together. Got it. Yeah. See, I'm sure there's people learning with me. Probably not. Everyone probably knows. Well, it's like, so, field goal shots is, like, the two-pointers. So, he made 10 of 24, so that's 20 points. Right. Because he made 10. Right. So, that's And then he made one three-pointer out of seven. So we had 23 total points. Got it. There you go. <laughs> Math. Yeah. Math. <laughs> Math and understanding the sport. Okay. <laughs> um, but we weren't able to see the entire game. Were we? Do you remember why? <laughs> Do it's I a, it's remember a, it's why? A big, it's a big why. Of course I remember why. <laughs> you looked at me like, I don't know. The cube. We the got to. <laughs> <laughs> also known as Ice Cube. Ice Cube was here again. And yeah. He held a press conference, basically. Which, I guess I thought there was going to be way more people in there. It was, for Oddly the first... Mm, for the first five minutes, it was mostly just us students. Yep. And then some of the professionals came in, not a lot. And then this is what I thought was really funny. So you were sitting across the uh, on the other side of the room. But uh, everyone on the panel talked... Yep. Or whatever you want to call it. And uh, it was quiet, right? Mm-hmm. Ice Cube starts talking, and the guys start warming up in the hallway. <laughs> and I'm like, no one can hear this no guy. Hear and I don't know how. Everyone kept walking in and out of the room, I felt like. The door kept opening oh, and closing. Yes, yep. And I'm like, how is this guy? He he was a pretty good talker. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, was like I, I, w- yeah, I was trying to record it, and it wasn't that great. But I know... Braden, who was doing this story on it, probably got better quality of a um, recording because it was a story and his phone was c- yeah, much yeah, closer. Yeah. But it was like kind of distracting. But yeah, that was that was cool. Yeah, I I found Ice Cube to be very personable. Like I agree, and like I was not expecting that. I don't know him that well. I just know him because of like his music and stuff. Yep. But he's a very he cares. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, all his answers to the question, he talked for a while. Someone oh would yeah. ask a question, and he would talk for a long time, and I feel like he didn't just it wasn't buzz over a question. It, it was wasn't very a typical media response it was that, a very you may, meaningful that you may think will happen. For sure. It was a very meaningful response, and I'm trying to think anything else that stood out to me. We talked a lot about mental health and supporting the game of basketball. 
I actually didn't know that he created his own league. I didn't yeah. know that at all. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Uh the the trophy was so cool. Had yeah. a basketball. It was in, in it was kind of small. Yeah. Kind of wish well, it was a little I don't bigger. I don't know. The basketball was like Okay. I mean, I don't want well, it to be like <laughs> I wasn't saying like make it the well, same the, size. Well, as the basketball, basketball was needed to be small enough so you could fit the ice cube, that's which true, was over the, top, like enclosed in it. Because if the ice cube was any bigger than it was, it probably would have looked <laughs> not like an ice cube. Right. But yeah, that's funny. Yeah. Uh So during like the end of the the tail end of the game, um, that happened. So the, I think everyone um, who is under the Springfield student tree missed that game like the end of the, the tail end of that game i agree yeah um but let's move into the next game which was um christopher columbus and paul the six um 170-61 um boozer cameron boozer was there along with carlos well carlos boozer was <laughs> their father was there <laughs> and then cameron um can you help me remind me of the name of the caden caden and caden obviously played as well you say that <laughs> you can tell them apart. Yes. I can't really tell them apart. Okay, maybe it's just because I was up close with them, and I think they also both have different... Uh, how do I explain this? The way that they carry themselves mm-hmm. is differently, or p- kind of present themselves is differently. Uh, they, Like I said, they have the same haircut. Everyone was saying the same thing. They're like, they look the same. I'm like, I promise they you do, guys, though. they don't. Well... Now that you've spoken, look up a picture and (laughs) you'll see. (laughs) But uh, you're giving people homework now. Yeah, I don't know how. Actually, oh, see, I thought I was all cool, being like, oh, I know Carlos Boozer is here, but I actually heard it from someone else. That's how I knew. Mm -hmm. I think I don't know if his mom was sitting next to, or his their mom was sitting next to the father, and there was also. One that kind of looked like them. So I don't know if they have another brother that was there. Mm. Um, but Carlos Carlos was a longtime NBA player. So that's cool always seeing that. Yeah. Yeah, I would... Uh, I, from looking at the stats, I feel like Cameron had a better game. But I feel like they both... They both played relatively well. Caden was 6 for 11 field goal attempts. 1 for 2 of 3-point shots. And had... Two rebounds, 17 total points. And then Cameron was four of 11 for field goal shots, zero of four for three pointers. Um, but was there, I mean, going back to Keaton, he was four of four for free throws. Cameron was six for seven at three throws. So both very well. They're making the free throws, mm-hmm. they're masters at that. But Cameron had 13 total rebounds. The closest person to him was Jace Richardson, who had six. Wow, so that's more than half. Yeah. <laughs> or more. Th- and yeah, yeah. More than half in terms of compar- okay. comparing one player right, to right, another. Right. Um, and then 14 total points. So. Both played the full game. Oh, this is what I was going to say. I would say Cameron, Cameron's very good at defending because he's so tall. Yeah. And he can literally just put his arms up and he's huge. And, uh,. I was scrolling through Instagram and I saw the shot that he blocked on ESPN or something, mm-hmm. maybe Sportsnet, but uh yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah. Um 
all I have to say about the next game, um, which was Arizona Compass Prep um, and Long Island, uh, Long Island Lutheran, um, in the overtime game. I mean, it was hard fought. It was a, a great game. Um, I wasn't able to capture as much about that game, but from what I saw, hard fought. Two very equal teams. Um, and basically, um, Arizona just came through a little bit better. Um, they had three three-point attempts. Sorry, three free throws. <laughs> Sounds like the same word, but it's not. Um, there was two by Sammy Yini and one by Cameron Miles to put Arizona, Com- Arizona Compass Prep in the lead by three points in overtime. Um, but again, they're, I mean, they're neck and neck. I was going to say, so during the end of the fourth, it was close, and it kept going back and forth, and yeah. they kept missing. Mm-hmm. So that was interesting. That was keeping you on your feet because you're thinking, like, oh, they're going to score, right. and then no. Oh, you're they totally both right kept missing. Yeah. You're totally then, right yes. about that. Cause, yeah, cause, because I'm looking at the stats, and it's like, it's not, it's not, it's like, it's okay. <laughs> yeah. It's like no one was like is blowing me away here. Like the team, the team total um, for um, Arizona Compass Prep for just regular field goal attempts was nineteen to forty, and then six to fifteen for three pointers, and then Long Island was twenty of fifty one for field goals, seven of twenty for three point attempts. So. It wasn't necessarily low scoring because they did have the overtime portion of the game, which added basically half a quarter, but they, they, they were missing a little bit. Yeah, they were. Yeah. Um, and then for the last game, uh, Lincoln Academy and IMG Academy. I don't know why I always enjoyed IMG Academy because they played before. Um, I enjoyed watching Darius Cuff Jr. He's number um, five on the team, number 15 ranked. Um, on ESPN's top recruits for the class of <laughs> class of 2025, um, he always seemed to have the ball in his hand. Like every, sing- I mean, the, his teammates would always give him the ball when they're driving up the court after a score or a turnover. He would always have the ball. It was like he was the centerpiece of how th- the team flowed. Mm-hmm. Um, and in that game, the MVP was number four ranked Trey Johnson. Who honestly, sorry to say it, didn't have a great game. <laughs> like, <laughs> like he w- he had 15 points, two rebounds, and one assist. Like, like f- maybe for another player that would have been great. <laughs> but <laughs> you have a high expectation. But he, I mean, he is the number four ranked player. So like, right. rack those points up, boy. <laughs> <laughs> True, but like I think about um I think like I think about uh, Todd Pettiford. 33 points in his game, and he's ranked 27. Yeah, so now something's I'm not wrong he, there. I'm not saying he <laughs> needs 33 <laughs> points, but, like, yeah, it, it just seems – I felt it like – doesn't add up. Right, I felt like he, he was going to play better. I don't know if you got the same impression than that. I mean, I didn't realize – no, I. this is the first time I'm looking at the stats. I didn't okay. realize <laughs> – I mean, one assist – Does he not pass the ball a lot? <laughs> Maybe not. <laughs> if IMG had won, I feel like it, Darius Akuf would have won because he had 25 points 
mm. during that. Ten season. more than uh, <laughs> uh, Mr. But he also Johnson. had one assist. He had one assist. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> so that's how we're doing with the assist. <laughs> but he had five rebounds. So he pr- he he may <laughs> he may be the the guy to win that if they had won. But unfortunately, IMG did not win that game. No. But you have another comment about um, the Boozer twins <laughs> that you wanted to mention. Yes? No, I was going <laughs> to say, because I, I feel like we only gave Cameron the spotlight for a little bit. So now but it's Caden's uh, turn. Caden uh, had, like, a crazy spin move. He didn't end up scoring, but it was still... If he would have made it, everyone... Even still, everyone was like, oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. You'd hear the crowd, like, do the little, <gasps> and it's yeah. so funny. <laughs> That's honestly a really interesting thing to hear from the crowd is, like, you know, like, as a, I don't know how it feels as a player, but from watching up in the top and in the eagle's nest, if you will, um, <laughs> don't, don't <laughs> laugh at that. Don't laugh at that comment. Um, it's, you know it's good when the crowd is like, whoa. Or they all stand up and they're like, yep. "Come on!" Yeah. They, it's always the same thing. Right. It's so funny. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think. There was another moment where someone—I don't know if they went to dunk or something—and they, you know, when they all crash in front of the net, mm-hmm. the hoop. <laughs> same thing. Yeah. So there they, you go. <laughs> and then they like crash down on the on the floor. It can't feel good, but everyone's like, <gasps> "Same thing." Yeah. It, it you know what that feels like. <laughs> Did everyone do that for me? No, you know what the floor feels like. <laughs> no, but could you imagine if I got ran into and everyone everyone did the... The hoe. <laughs> yeah. Because you know it's bad when, when the crowd does that. They didn't do that for me? <laughs> they, uh, they, no, <laughs> I guess not. Wait, can I give an update on my... On, my you, on your injury? Luke was like... <laughs> yes, okay, wait. So... Before I say this, yep. I literally cannot turn my neck. It, like, I can, but it's, like, very yep. it's very and sore. The, and for those who haven't listened to the day four <laughs> yeah. um, version of the Hoopaw Classic, it's we touched upon that Caitlin <laughs> was landed on by Todd Pettiford. Truly by accident, there was no stopping him when he was falling. He's he, he Because he's probably fallen many, many times and I can vouch for that <laughs> because I saw him <laughs> um, many times on the court. Probably doesn't feel it as much. The adrenaline's running through these players. I mean, right. you know. I, was I playing, mean, my playing adrenaline sp- wasn't running. Well, right. <laughs> well, you know, if you're playing sports, when you, your adrenaline's running, you, you don't feel the no. pain until way afterwards. Right. Um, so but, this but, but you were <laughs> ran into, and I mean, your head went flying. <laughs> this is what's funny. I called my friend, and I was telling her, and she's like, what do you mean the guy like he just stepped on you like on purpose and i was like girl you do not understand what happened and then she's like he got up and didn't even say he was sorry i'm like the ball was at the other end of the court he's got to get up and Mm. he couldn't get up either which was really funny yeah (laughs) something else we have to mention is Mm -hmm. that carmelo anthony's son uh keon keon anthony plays for long island lutheran and I don't know if we were expecting this. Actually, no, because he was there the other day, right? I forgot he was there the other day. Yep. Um, but I was up sitting at the desks, and I see this guy walk in, and he's got like a it's like a pinkish red bucket hat. Mm-hmm. And you can just tell when it's someone big, because they're dressed in, I don't want to say like expensive clothes, but it's like 
They're dressed Fashion- in they're fashionable. fashionable. Yes. And he's got this patch, uh, fuzzy, fuzzy little jacket on. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, who's that? And he's got nice, nice sunglasses on. Mm. I want those, by the way. Oh. Um, but anyways, we're looking down. You know, security's coming by. Oh, it's Carmelo. So he sits. See, last time he sat down at the other end of the tables. This time he sat by the uh, by the other end of the tables where the hoop is, where that gap is. And that's where our spot is to take pictures. Mm-hmm. So... I was like, oh, I better go down there and start taking pictures. Also, I think Nick asked me to go down there anyway. So, uh, Pat goes down with, because the newspapers had just come out, the print copies of the newspapers. And, you know, they're trying to hand them out to everyone that's there. So, Pat goes down with a stack in his hand. His bodyguard, also, not to mention, Pat is like a foot away from him. And his bodyguard kind of starts standing. He's like, oh, no, no, you you can't give him that. And he's like, I'm just trying to. So then he ended up taking it, not from Pat, though, from the security guy. I, and also, I, this is something else that I want to mention. Mm-hmm. And I think this kind of has to be your personality when you're someone, when you have a son that's playing. Yep. He's very chill. Yeah. And I know that because uh, we sat there and took pictures and he, he was being funny, kind of like commentating the game. So we could hear him the whole time we were down there. But I got a couple pictures of him when I stood up to get the pictures when the starting lineups came through yep. and I go sit down. He didn't open the newspaper yet at all. I don't know if we were expecting him to, <laughs> but we're, I think, I think the we word were hoping to. that's what we the word hoping. I was going to, I was like hoping <laughs> we were praying that he would open it, but he ends up, I guess picking it up and I look up where you guys are all sitting and you guys are all <laughs> pointing and I'm just like, why are you, you pointing at? I'm like, so I, confused. I'm like, I already got a picture of him. What, what do you mean? So I go turn around and he's he's just sitting there and I'm still looking up and you you guys are like again still pointing and you're like come on so then I oh <laughs> I'm like he's got the, the newspaper, newspaper but then he had put it away and I missed it it's okay but it's not the end of the world we got one shot on the iPhone but yeah it's not like it, I mean it's just well, it's just something cool right we're not really gonna gain much from it than than just being like it's oh my gosh. Well, well, now, now it's proof. We've said it. Yes. It's 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 Be- out. Believe there. us. <laughs> Better believe us. Uh, so, also, mm-hmm. was it? I think it was Pat again, who tried to go up to Carlos Boozer and give him a newspaper, and he said, "No, thank you, Patrick Fergus. Why did you not open up the page to my story and say, hey, your kids are in this?'" Well, you should read this. He totally would have taken it. No? You, you think so? 100%. Really? It's about his kids. Why yeah, would he but not? I feel like a lot of people write about his kids probably. No, but I, it's like, why would he take a newspaper that he pro- he 100% would have took taken it? I think. You think he 100% would take it? I totally really? think. It's his I kids. I feel like if, if you're that popular of a person, you're getting attention from everyone at all times. Like and if someone comes up and is like, "Here, take this," it's like it's maybe he didn't want I it. I agree, but I think. I mean, I ma- don't maybe, know. maybe I it might have been possible, but I also feel like these type of people get people wanting to talk to them twenty four seven. That's true, but like it was also Pat, and I feel like 
like I'm just saying this, if even if it was any one of us, I think since we're so young, he maybe would have taken it. Mm-hmm. But if it was, yes, ag- I agree. If it was like a professional, it's whatever. Like, right. but I think it might be a little different if it's coming from mm. us that That's are so true. young. Yep. So it's all right. Something else that was also very cool was, or that I thought when the boozers were done playing. This is, again, when the newspapers had just come out. And yep. I saw a lot of the little kids running around with them. Mm. And this was a very good feel-good feel, feel good moment for me. Uh, they had the page opened up to the Q&A yeah. with him. And they were signing the pictures where the they picture. were. And I was like, oh, my gosh, that's so cool. Yeah, That's the first time I've seen anybody really s- want autographs. I think that's – I don't think Cooper I – Cooper Flagg signed a couple. That makes sense. He's, I want to say he signed a football. <laughs> like not kidding, he signed a football. Yeah. Uh, but I, I don't think anybody else did. I agree. So I was a little surprised to see that there was quite a few kids, like a bunch. And I want to say it was only—I don't know—I can't say this for sure, but I definitely saw Cameron yep. signing. I don't know about the other one, and Cameron stayed for a while because I—I only saw Cameron. I was paying attention. I saw when they were done, and he walked over to behind their bench area he stayed there for a while yep. and then i kind of walked back like five minutes later and he was still there signing mm-hmm. and they're like all right come on and actually that's funny because when i was in the media room interviewing them he was the one that had to go change and they're like we need to get him to go change because if we don't ask him to he, he will stay in here forever so he must <laughs> be a talker yeah. so but that's that's cool yeah very cool yeah yeah, there's quite a few notable people that I wasn't expecting to be around so much. Like I knew Ice Cube was probably going to be there, but I didn't know he was going to be there so much. I didn't also didn't know we were going to be like in a press conference <laughs> with him with like the 15 of us, or however many, 12 of us, and yeah, not that, we're, we're, what? We were just there to watch. Five other professionals, if that. Right. And we were just there to watch. Yeah, we're cool. <laughs> oh my gosh, <laughs> this was the funny part. So when... <laughs> When they're like, okay, questions are open up, whatever. Yep. And they were saying that they wanted to know your year if you were a student asking questions. And so Braden raises his hand and he goes, Junior. So, yeah, there's that. And everyone starts laughing. <laughs> like, why was that so funny? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I mean, I guess it was just the way he said it because he started chuckling about it. It was funny. Yeah. yeah. And it, in, I feel like the press conference room had gotten to that comfortable space so at that point because it was so personable. Yeah. I think if it was somebody else, he wouldn't have done that or no one would have, not as many people would have felt just that they could ask things they would want to ask it and not have to, I don't know, keep structure to it or keep, yeah. you know, you know, stay within the box. Yeah. I would say, I don't, have you ever been in a, pre- a press conference like that? I don't think, No. No. I want to say when I watch them, some of them are very uptight. And I agree. Everyone was kind of laughing and joking around, which is funny because he he didn't when he first walked in, he didn't really seem that he was stayed quiet the whole time. I don't even think he smiled once. And I'm like, yeah. he's just drinking his coffee. And then <laughs> when he started talking, he like really yeah. opened up. Yeah. So, yeah. On um, X slash Twitter, Ice Cube had posted that he said, quote, had a remarkable time at the Naismith Basketball Hall of Fame today. 
So honored to see the trophy and exhibit for the Ice Cube Impact Award. Can't wait to reward people in the future who positively impact us through the game of basketball. Thank you at Hoopball, end quote. I think the biggest thing that stood out to me during that was, you know, he received that award, but it was more of him talking about other people receiving it was yeah. the big thing. Yeah. Other people and and another another thing was smaller communities. Yeah. Rather than other famous icons that everyone knows <laughs> about. Uh he's targeting the small communities. Yes. Which was cool. Yeah. And probably pro- I would assume probably the ones that are um undervalued, mm-hmm. underprivileged too. That's how it seemed. Um which again, I feel like that was unexpected. I mean, of course, once it was released that this was going to happen, it was expected. But um, to see that from someone like Ice Cube, um, yeah. Yep. <laughs> you ready to wrap up? Yep. <laughs> so that does it, and it is the conclusion of the 2024 Spalding Hoopball Classic. Sad face. Yeah. Um, Want to thank the Springfield student for bringing us along because this is the first year for Birth Valley Studios to ever be a part of this. Um, so we're happy to be underneath that tree and to contribute um, to the Springfield student, um, the entire staff that we worked with. Um, Nicole, right, from the yep. m- one of the media managers there. Um, I don't know her actual title. I don't know either, but I know she did a lot. Yeah, she did. She's very helpful. Yeah. One other thing that I wanted to mention that I thought was so cool is, like, how much closer we all are now. Yeah. I mean, we're spending at a least lot of 12 time hours together. a day during the day. Yeah, but that's cool. I feel like, I mean, I know I was friends with everyone, but I feel like I know a lot more things about everyone now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was all we could really do is talk when, if I mean, we were always doing something, but to not be bogged down and work all the time. Right? Yep. Yeah. But we're going to sign off and see you next year. I know you and I are, we're going to be here next year. So, yeah. And you're going <laughs> to everyone go listen to JK talks. This is that Foster Foster Fanatics. Foster Fanatics. <laughs> it's going to continue to happen. So, you know, you'll have to hear our voices again. Yep. Boo hoo. But we're signing off.